0: You, who wants a bite of coffee? I just make coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, here you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else wants coffee? Who
1: wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and uh, let's get this started. Good morning, welcome ladies and gentlemen to Java Chat, the broadcast, the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, what's up? Don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening on anchor.fm, also don't forget to subscribe and make sure that you share this out when we're done. Today, we have a very special guest. Somebody that um, probably wouldn't normally be seen on Java Chat, um, only because a lot of you know we've been shifting over to machine learning, AI, and all that kind of stuff. But there's a very important part of marketing that needs to be addressed and I think this is the perfect guy to do it gentleman's name is Jason Berkowitz. Jason, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Awesome. Jason, do me a favor. Would you mind sharing a little bit of yourself and your agency background? Just where you guys are from, where you guys started, how you started, etc.
0: Absolutely. So we're a New York City-based inbound marketing agency. My specialty and my background comes from SEO. For Since about 2010 to 2016, I was an SEO freelancer and then I was overwhelmed by work. So we start bringing on people to help delegate tasks and help with execution and efficiency. And before you know it, it's just like a natural transition into kind of the boutique agency that we are now. And of course, marketing in general, specific verticals have a lot of overlap. So we do SEO and paid advertising primarily focusing on inbound traffic. Awesome. Cool. I think
1: that's good. You mentioned paid advertising. They they have to go hand in hand. Um, Why SEO? What was it about that that attracted you?
0: um i think it was the problem-solving aspect so i was a horrible student in school but you give me a lego set or you give me a puzzle <laughs> i will sit there for hours and i get it um school system doesn't really cater to people like us i guess nope <laughs> <Sure> have. <laughs> uh, so it was the whole problem-solving aspect of it Also, I think early on when back then SEO was completely different, when you work towards something that's extremely difficult and challenging and that payoff when you actually see results was an addiction, that gratifying feeling of success. And again, it was stupid, simple at the time, but like, holy crap, I spent so much time doing this. I didn't really know what I was doing and it worked. And that type of feeling is something that can get very addicting and then I just, loved seo i was in a different business previously
1: yeah that's that's um when it all began because like my partner's a specialist in seo as well um when it all began it was a lot easier um than it is now now there are a a plethora of tools needed to analyze and a bunch of different ways that you can do things depending on what what it is you're looking at what you're looking for um and, and it gets really intricate really quick so that said Because you've gotten into that, what, because you're an entrepreneur, obviously, and I do have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this, Um, what would be your biggest piece of advice for an entrepreneur who's just getting started when it comes to SEO and how important it actually is?
0: Yeah, um, I would say two things primarily. Surround yourself with the right people because you're not going to naturally be good at entrepreneurship. It's a giant emotional roller coaster. It sucks, but it's awesome at the exact same time. Um, And even with books, reading material, you're not always going to get that real world insight. Kind of like go to business school. You can learn how to run a business, but then when you you go into the real world, it's just a little bit different. Uh, Surround yourself with the right people, mentors, colleagues, maybe people who are in the same boat as you. So while you guys spread off, and do your own research. You can share and have masterminds. Um, that, as well as be persistent, because, like I said, it's it's an emotional roller coaster. You have your doubts, you have your fears, you have your wins, um, and it's just a giant roller coaster of emotions. So just be persistent and hang on there. Cool. When
1: it when it comes to things like um, SEO, what's been your experience with? The newer age uh, let, let me ask this first what size companies do you normally work with as far as your agency typically small to medium sized businesses when we're talking small to medium we are what kind of revenue generation are we talking here uh, five to ten million year okay. yeah we do this we do the same thing so what are what are some of the challenges that you've run into when trying to explain why SEO is such an integral part? I know when you get around 10 million, it gets easier because they've, they've been there, done that, and they kind of get it. But the, the ones that are a little smaller, they have a tendency to, I, I don't know, they shy away a little bit, and they're not, they're not quite clear as to why.
0: Yeah, given that we focus on inbound marketing, there's already an intent behind people's reasoning for why they come to us. Right. So they likely have, on a broad level, heard about SEO, or maybe they're looking for paid advertising. And they have an idea on what they want. And they're just looking for the right company to fulfill that. So with that, SEO is an education game. And we really like to spend a lot of time, especially in the early on in the sales process. We don't have a sales team. I do sales. We want to make sure that expectation setting and education is something that's there right at the forefront. If we can't educate them and there's a lack of willingness on their end to learn or adapt their philosophies and what they think they know about SEO Mm -hmm. into how we do things, then that would typically be a red flag. But we really like to focus on that education aspect and try to find puns or ways to kind of correlate it into the real world, kind of like link building could be mimicking word of mouth in the real world. You know, hey, John, do you know a plumber? Yeah, use ABC Plumbing. You're going to trust ABC Plumbing because John recommended them. Exactly. Same way links work, yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Right on. Um, How soon do you think in a an SEO strategy should be implemented when somebody decides to go online and build their site. Is what, what's, it what's the, what do you think is the best timing for implementing that? I, I think I know the answer, but I'd rather you say it. it
0: can I give a biased answer? Um, Absolutely, say, this is, this is, remember, we're just hanging
1: out and talking about opinions on, on what's worked and yeah.
0: what you think, so please. I'll, I'll give a, what I think would be a logical answer, trying not to be unbiased. SEO as a strategy, is a very long-term play. There's a lot of time that needs to go into it. There's a lot of money that needs to go into it. But if you can, at least from the foundational level, build SEO and keep that top of mind when you're relaunching your website or launching anything new, that will give you a significant advantage, at least to create what could potentially be in the future, low-hanging fruit. Right. So if you launch with just a great technical SEO experience, making sure that Google can have no problem crawling your website, making sure that the pages are thematically relevant to specific mm-hmm. topics or search queries, mm-hmm. that alone has the potential to, uh, from an on-page SEO perspective, give you a little bit of a boost in the organic rankings. And then if it allows later on, you can come in with the other aspect of SEO, which is off-page SEO. Cool. What do you, do you suggest that anybody
1: ever use like you were a freelancer before you opened your, your agency, when you were a freelancer, were you, did you find yourself working with like startups that needed what you just said is necessary. And by the way, I agree with you. If you can start it off with some kind of technical SEO and make sure that it's easy to crawl, easy to read by Google, you're in a good spot later on down the line. Um, but would you suggest that somebody that is doing that do it themselves, or would you suggest that they find somebody that was a, that's a freelancer like you were, or how how would you what would you suggest for something like that?
0: I think it depends on your time and money. I think if you have time, then you can go ahead and try to hone your skills, test, see what's working, see what's not, learn about SEO, surround yourself with the right people, because mm-hmm. um, that's also help save you. Um, a lot of money as well if you do have the budget and of course if you are wearing many hats and every hands and different things yeah. it might be best to hire someone who's already done the hard work uh learn the algorithms learn what's needed and creative processes for for doing that So would you suggest and i'm just throwing this out because these are just
1: questions that hit me while people are talking yeah. would you suggest hiring an intern to do that kind of stuff where your budget may not be as big but and, and they haven't learned everything yet so they might still be learning well, would you suggest using that route as a case hey, around yourself with, with people? You know, they might not be the freelancer that you yeah. were they've already been through the hard work. They're going through the hard work. Would that be a good idea? Are they still savvy enough to get you the beginnings that you're looking for?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't want to discredit internship programs or interns. Of course, everyone needs to get their start. Sure. If you are, again, it comes down to time. If you are reliant from the get go, that SEO needs to be built into that core foundation yeah then you'll get what you pay for if that makes sense yeah it does it does absolutely that's yeah. why i asked the question <laughs> so yeah. it,
1: it become it, i would think that at that point because i don't discourage internships either i mean as far as I've, I've had interns for for our agency um they've gone on to become good people in either other agencies or sales and stuff but with that nature stuff um my my thoughts are fairly the same if you have if you have some of the expertise and you can teach somebody, that's one thing, Um, but if they're coming in and they're not entirely savvy about something, it might be better to find a freelancer or somebody that does have the specialty or the abilities and then maybe bring on an intern. That way you've got two sets of hands working the same goals, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, on the other hand, if you do have those SOPs and those training documents set, and organized in a nice clean manner then yeah. technically you could bring in an intern um and then just do q a sessions with them and just hand off the training that you might have specific to them so that is another alternative cool quick switch
1: um what's been the most interesting client you've ever had i love this one because
0: it comes out with some interesting stories <laughs> i find actually our leads that come in to be a bit more interesting uh, okay than our okay, clients <laughs> and um Hopefully this is not playing in anyone's speakers because this might get a little bit, just a little bit not suited for work. <laughs> um, so we have, um, my original website is newyork.org. Um, okay. Right now it just acts as a lead generator for us. Sure. And it's ranking for a lot of valuable New York SEO related terms. Mm-hmm. And we get a lot of leads in the escort industry in New York City. That is a a big one. That of course we don't entertain. We don't yeah. <laughs> take them on it. We don't. <laughs> I promise. I promise. We don't. Um, <laughs> but that happens to be some of the most interesting ones, and we still probably to this day get at least once a month. Wow. One lead a month. It's business. Yeah. No. It's a. It's a.
1: It's a well. If it's a viable business, but well, I'm sure for <laughs> yeah, that it's no viable. But I mean, as far. <laughs> as he takes a, as he takes a quiet cup, a sip of his coffee. <laughs> that was awesome, Your <clears throat> Your timing's perfect. So who's, who, who are some of the, uh, without mentioning names, what industries are you uh, most prevalent in right now?
0: Yeah, so by default, we've somehow landed into this niche of the health and wellness space. And while we haven't ditched down, uh, niche down 100% just yet, I feel like once we relaunch ourselves and our new brand messaging, probably around quarter two, quarter three, where we might niche down a little bit further because we've built up a lot of resources, a lot of good SOPs and execution processes in the health and wellness space, which is broad. But we yeah, also have that's a, clients that are all large. different yeah. areas of that. That makes that's that makes sense. That's insanely large.
1: That's um, If I remember correctly, the last numbers were in the trillions as far as revenue-driven, so
0: it's a good place to play. Yeah, we've actually – it's weird because we're on that – scenario now in which we have active leads in that space coming to us but it's a conflict of interest because of clients already in that specific micro niche of health and wellness so 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 and this is this is probably this is a a question how soon did that happen uh once we published case studies i think that might have uh kind of said oh they did it for our main competitor let's see if maybe we can swig something out of them uh but most of our clients, we aim to build, like, great, long-lasting relationships. Oh, with sure. And even if another client wants to give us uh, a bigger investment budget, uh, you know, I think uh, sanity and relationship building is more important.
1: Yeah, it comes down It comes down to integrity, and that, that's that's good to hear. It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting to me to see how competitors will play that game, especially when they have more budget to play. They immediately try to see if, well, I'm sure they could use the cash, and it's like – man i don't think you understand why we got into the business in the first place i mean even even with us it's a matter of principle if the purse if there's red flags on on anything during an inquiry it's like no i don't want problem children that's just and and they and they abound because the moment they give you more money they expect more out of you and if 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 something is expected by one of their team to go wrong guess what's going to come up something wrong I'll find anything. And then all of a sudden you've lost a great potential client and a new client. And it just, it doesn't, doesn't chalk and jab in my head either.
0: Yeah. You mentioned red flags. Um, One of the things that we actually look for, and given that the realm of SEO can potentially be shady where one business has a potential over the course of a year to hit two or three different SEO agencies because you don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, That's a red flag to us, actually, if a client comes to us and over the past maybe uh, 14 to 16 months, they've worked with more than two SEO agencies. My question will start being, are you doing something wrong or are you micromanaging? What is the issue there? Um, if they worked with one, not a problem. I totally get that. Not every agency can be as good as us, but um, uh, it's kind of a red flag though. You know, If somebody, for example, you went on a date and you found out that that person dated eight different people over the course of the last year, it's probably like, okay, you're it's yeah you, got, did you ever stop to think it might though you know if somebody for example you went on a date and you found out that that person dated eight different people over the course of the last year it's probably like okay you're it's yeah you, got, did you ever stop to think it might not be them
1: yeah <laughs> exactly. i had that conversation once and i'm glad i never took that client <laughs> uh and that was just for paid advertising I nothing to do with seo but that, it's, <laughs> it, it's the same thing it, it Everybody will come up and say certain things that will be triggers for red flags. And and the moment you you get them, you just gotta like, yeah, I'm gonna excuse myself from this conversation because I just, we're not a match. Um, I have a friend who literally, when somebody tells them that they're not interested, his response, and, and it's a good client, it's a good match, his response is exactly this. Thank you for letting me know you're not gonna be a client conversation immediately flips into wait what do you mean it's like well, you just told me that you're not going to be a client of mine. So i do appreciate the time please have a good day and and it completely freaks the other side out because they thought they were in control it's it's a it's the most professional takeaway that you could possibly use in a, in a conversation because it, it literally you're telling the person we don't match our personalities clash um, we're probably going to have some issues down the road i'm going to save us both the trouble so it's it's just it's, i think it's an easier way to let let the person know without nailing them in the head, like you're a dumbass or something like that. By the way, this if you're listening, this is NSFW, don't let it play on your speakers, keep it in your headphones. Um, Cause shit will fly every once in a while. That's just kind of how this feels. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you you were in New York and you just recently moved. Yeah, so I'm like the traveling marketer in a way. Ah, uh, that's so, cool. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't know though, sorry, they call it digital nomads now. Oh. Um, I know a couple of those. Basically, oh yeah. yeah. So (laughs) yeah, our agency maintains a very strict New York City presence where a majority of our clients, whether it's local clients or national businesses, tend to be headquartered in New York City. We also have clients on the complete other side of the country in San Diego. So to increase my quality of life a little bit and hit kind of all areas, I moved (laughs) to Utah. Yeah, smart move. Puts you right in between all of the time
1: zones. Good move. The brand right now that you have. Let's talk about a little bit about that. How did you come up with it? And what was the original intent when you did?
0: So, like I said, we were feeding off our previous website. Well, it's still live SEO services New York. And SEO services New York, while advantageous for just SEO, just sucks as a brand name. It's absolutely horrible. It's a search query that I use to make a website so I can try to generate leads for myself. And um, something that you will definitely appreciate given our uh, pre-podcast recording conversation, a glass of whiskey, glass of whiskey and watching, I think it was E! News, Um, it was playing somewhere. And they were talking about how Ellen DeGeneres and Kim Kardashian were breaking the web with photos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the they first thing, that guy, I, goodness, it, it just clicked in my mind. I went to my phone and went to namecheap.com. So if the domain was available, the .com was not available. Oh, uh, but I moved on to other things. And the next day when I woke up, um, it kept sticking with me. You know, um, I liked the fact that the brand was kind of an action versus yeah. a, uh, digital solutions or media, or whatever a lot of people, uh, tend to do. Yeah. So after speaking with the person who owns the .com, he wouldn't sell it for, a reasonable price. No, it's not even live. It's it, a it's park,
1: you know that they want money. That's that's how it goes. It sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh so I decided to run with it and I registered the org. And over time, the, it's now the dot agency, break the web that agency, because everyone kept asking about are you an organization, nonprofit? Uh, <laughs> so um, it made sense just to go to dot agency at that point. But uh the name and when I speak to people, they all it's something that they remember, which is nice. Sure, that's all.
1: Yeah, it will. Um, we were we were chatting before we started this, you guys. And he's got an interesting backdrop um, that has a cool bookshelf. It looks pretty industrial. I it's it's uh, it's um, ductile iron piping holding up shelving. Uh, if I if I called that correct, if I didn't correct me, yeah, um, I think it is. But that um, behind him, in, in four different corners, there are four major objects that I immediately caught my eye um two of them on his right side are, are basically um touch keys from a couple of companies but then he has the state of new york on the on his left uh on the bottom shelf which is in uh, basically a wood carving in a frame am i calling that right
0: um yeah
1: okay yeah and then and then above that was the first thing that ca- caught my eye guys imagine imagine the first thing that happens when you open up a screen and there's this huge ass hammer sitting up on the top shelf that's Thor's hammer, essentially. And you're looking at it going, okay, dude likes the MCU. We're already going to get along. Uh, that's, I mean, you, Thor's hammer. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's heavy, too.
0: It's like 20 pounds.
1: Oh, jeez. So he basically <laughs> got the real one. But there's an inscription on, on this particular hammer, and I'm going to read it to you guys for those of you that are listening. It says, don't just break the web. Smash it, the smithereens and then it has his brand break the web guys that's that that right there that's not a good brand right there smash it to smithereens using thor's hammer
0: now all credit goes to our copywriter who's who managed our rebrand right now so we're in development right now but she was in very early on Uh, i'll name drop her uh, verve vogue out in colorado denver she uh did some very playful humor, which what we want is what we wanted, because I make inappropriate puns and dad jokes. Um, and dad jokes? Oh, we're gonna get along really well. <laughs> oh, it's in my it's in our copy. It's our call oh, to actions on our new website. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and she came up with that line, and at first I didn't like it, uh, but then over the course of maybe a month, while still continuing the project with her, Jessica, uh, it stuck to me. It absolutely killed, and then I went and found a company that does laser engraving. Right, Put all the pieces together and it's awesome. Now we're going to start smashing some stuff.
1: You'll, you'll need to on. introduce me to her. I'll have to pull her onto the podcast because copywriters are Absolutely. Really fun ones when it comes to coming up with puns and all kinds of crazy stuff. So definitely if you would. Yep. Um,
0: BourbonVigor.com.
1: All right, cool. Send that to me on, a, on an email or something after the podcast. we Will do. Because I guarantee I will forget it. I'm that old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, when you sit down and you come up with a brand, uh, and, and I know this is this is out of both of our expertise realms when it's talking about brand, uh, brand management, brand creation. Um, how did she approach it? When she, I mean, like you said, she first came to you. It was just kind of like, eh. But now it sticks. I mean, copywriters have this knack for coming up with, for lack of a better term, cool shit to read yeah. that gets people's attention and gets them sticking to something. So um, when it comes to SEO, though it kind of, they have a tendency to, I don't know, this is just my opinion, they have a tendency to conflict a little bit because one's looking for search terms and the other one's looking for branding. Um, how do you address something like that?
0: Yeah, so with our rebrand specifically, um, I was willing to take away some SEO value for the conversion value. Okay. Um, first, SEO comes second to design ui ux conversion because we're generating traffic and all that traffic converts and it goes all worthless and i really we get a lot of traffic from various different sources people that might come as referrals in our in my network Mm -hmm. and i don't want the seo type content that has a lot of weird repetitive words content that doesn't typically flow and it's like the best digital marketing agency in nyc it's just it's stupid it sucks anyone who reads that is like okay here we go again uh so for that reason i was willing to sacrifice the seo value for conversion well with content uh that's where things get a little bit trickier in which if you can lay out to the writer and this is something that we've actually found works very well during our content marketing efforts <laughs> our clients <clears throat> lay out exactly what based on correlation data, maybe some Google natural language processing and IBM Watson, what words or sentiments or terms need to be in the content beforehand? What we've found is that the writer can typically get those in beforehand. both the content writer and copywriters. Now copywriters is a little bit harder because writers are just writing a lot of content. They're writing a lot of bulk and it's a little bit easier to squeeze in, but persuasive language is a little bit different. And if you have a weird random word that it's not sexy, it doesn't sound very good. It's up to the copywriter then to try to make it work. So that's where you hope to find a good, happy balance. And first of course, letting the copywriter know beforehand what your goal is because, while there are different forms in the whole scheme of marketing, like copywriting, design, development, mm-hmm. yeah. people can get very egotistical about their work. yeah. And just like nobody should tell me, the client shouldn't tell me how to do SEO. Um, setting that expectation, you know, here's what we're trying to achieve. How can I make this seamless for you so we can, you can get some awesome copywritten that will convert and we can get some SEO value. So that's just one way to approach it. Sweet. That works. So, at present are you full
1: are you are you full up as far as cl- uh, clients are concerned or are you guys b- during the rebrand are you rebu- rebuilding are you expanding what are you guys doing
0: <clears throat> um we're at a comfortable pace but the problem with entrepreneurship is being comfortable is never a good thing because exactly. <laughs> one day it can just all come crashing down and i've been there it happens you lose yeah. one or two clients at the same exact time and then you're like holy crap this is overwhelming uh, so we are looking to scale. We are looking to grow. Th- to grow. Um, our rebrand, I think, is only going to help. And we're not putting as much attention into it as we probably can because we're just busy with active client work right now. And I wear many hats and I do sales and I come on awesome podcasts. Exactly. Many, so, many. Many. yeah. So that's really what we're focused on. We're looking at a nice, good, stable growth. We don't want to grow too quickly because that's overwhelming. And then we start lacking in the deliverables and our services that we provide it becomes cool. mediocre versus awesome yeah so a nice comfortable pace for everyone in the team um this will be a little out of out of realm of seo
1: what's your morning routine like since you're an entrepreneur in, what's your morning routine oh
0: it's us get to be real <laughs> exciting i am an early early riser like okay. really early like 4 a.m early okay so 4 a.m to 5 a.m just waking myself up, you know, getting, getting alive and alert. Um, <laughs> one thing that's been beneficial for me actually is not having my phone next to my bed and not in the bedroom. Because yeah. I used to wake up, okay, then I'll open my phone and just start scrolling through emails, checking social media, and then, holy crap, it's 30 minutes past. Yeah. Crap, I got to get up because by 5 p.m., I'm, uh, 5 a.m., I'm doing some sort of workout. Whether yeah. it's uh, in the gym, uh, high intense interval training, start doing hot yoga couple months ago and it's awesome
1: That stuff's so, good yeah
0: no I agree I like that stuff I, I don't get to do it as much as I used to
1: but I sure like it
0: yeah so until about 6 p.m. and then six to seven um, I usually have an audiobook going on while I get myself ready for the workday. and by 7 a.m. I'm on the computer got it. In. got it so it's about a two-hour morning routine that works yeah yeah and I get it. the hard annoying stuff out of the way like working out because after a long day the last thing I want to do is work out
1: yeah i yeah i know that one um that i try to get there either before lunch or or it becomes a bunch of workout for lunch um just depends on what kind of time we have available there's a lot of stuff going on with what we're doing too so um cool and then a wind down at the end of the day what do you do
0: um used to be a glass of whiskey which again our shard commonality but it used to be. Uh, <laughs> I am trying to improve some fitness goals of mine, so I am taking a break on that, unfortunately, which kills me because I still have a half-drinking bottle um, in my liquor cabinet, and every time I walk by it, I'm like, just, you know, like 10 a.m. I'm just staring at it, like you might you see, might end up with another you. bottle
1: coming soon. So just hang in there. We'll talk in a minute. Oh,
0: <laughs> sounds good. Um, and then I'm just because I do wake up early, I do try to get to bed somewhat early, so I'm aimed to be. Preparing to fall asleep mentally and physically by 8 p.m. Hey. Uh, in bed by 7:30. That's what I typically aim for, which is fairly early. Yeah, if, if it wasn't like today, if it wasn't for last
1: night being so late and I might not be able to quiet down so well. Um, I went and laid down and couldn't sleep for another hour. It's it's rough. We 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 have we have higher brain activity than than a lot of people because we're constantly thinking. I mean. The brain never rests anyway. But I mean, our active thinking never stops. Um, my partner's the same way. He's he's up till three, four in the morning sometimes. He's constantly thinking about what else can we do? What else can we do? Um, so yeah, if, and I don't drink whiskey. I'm, I'm not even, I'm not considered a drinker. Um, I just happened to be a, uh, working with a rice spirits company and out of out of Iowa and they have something that's really good. It's I might do that once in a blue, I don't know. Once in a blue moon, I think would probably be a, a good terminology for it um other than that it's like how do i zonk out i'll read i'll listen to some music or i'll play a a game on my phone until i start falling asleep then i just shut the game off um because it's the only thing is you got to distract for me it's i got to distract myself to get away from the thinking about or it won't quit so cool yeah but you've reached a good level of success would you agree
0: um, I think other people might say that like um, my significant other might say that um, I think I'm it, I'm okay. I'm comfortable, yeah. in, but in, I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. yeah I but think. but you've, you've got, you've gotten, you've gotten well in hand. You've, you've definitely
1: moved up from where you were. You've definitely moved along. You're in a, you're in an upward progression. Fair. Yeah.
0: Fair. Okay. Still learning, but fair.
1: Uh, absolutely. We're all, you stopped learning, you did. Um, What would be your biggest challenge right now in the midst of all of that? What's the biggest thing that you're dealing with?
0: I think it comes down to the business side of things because I'm a college dropout and where I was going for in college is nothing related to what I do now. Mm -hmm. So these are things that I'm learning on the streets about business, about leadership. Uh, So those are the aspects I'm really trying to fine tune. Mm -hmm. And again, business can go back into other certain areas like consumer experience you know how can we continue building on a great experience for our clients mm-hmm. how can we tighten up our margins how can we fix up our execution process and our uh, SOPs that coupled with being an awesome leader for our team a place where they're they don't have to wake up and say oh, okay it's Monday I gotta work but a place that no one likes waking up on Mondays let's be real but a place <laughs> where they can say okay it's not that bad it's manageable, it's not overwhelming, and my boss isn't a douche. So hopefully it's uh, – uh, that's really what I'm trying to continue to improve upon right now. Good deal. That's cool. Well, believe it or not,
1: that's the fun spin on the quick run when it comes to Java Chat. I just hung out. I finished my coffee, and i pretty sure you finished yours. If you haven't had enough, go ahead and take another drink. About three quarters uh, left. Three quarters. Oh, I let you talk too much. <laughs> uh, I, I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your insights. Um, uh, it definitely makes sense to have SEO as a, as a part of any marketing strategy. Um, if you guys want to get real technical and want to dig in, you need to go find Jason online. Jason, where can they find you?
0: Very simply, LinkedIn. Search Jason Berkowitz or our agency site, breaktheweb.agency awesome um is it is it easy to get an appointment with you i mean i know we we
1: got an appointment because of a different platform and it was fairly easy to catch you but i mean if somebody wants to sit on and chat with you about seo how do they do so just just through linkedin
0: yeah they can shoot us an email or shoot me an email at jason at break the web or try to book appointments no sooner than 24 hours right ahead that, of time
1: yeah that makes but, sense
0: uh, that makes sense. The night when I'm finishing up work for the day, I kind of mentally prepare for what the next day is going to look like. So that screws right. everything up when there's a, something spontaneous that comes in. Uh, yeah. And then I could just send you our booking calendar. Or we can chat a little bit. Uh, Feel free to shoot me an email. Or- Smoking.
1: That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, that is that is it for this round of Java Chat. Hanging out with Jason Berkowitz and BreakTheWeb.agency. I totally dig that. I really like that. I don't know. I'm, 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 of course, I'm still thinking about that scene between the Hulk and, and Thor standing together and the Hulk <laughs> nailing just just standing there and then going, wham! That was so funny.
0: Um, when you edit this, you have to put that uh, in Thor 1 where he's drinking that coffee and he goes, this coffee is delicious. Give me another. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, I have to go find that. That's right. Was, was that in Ragnarok?
0: I think it was the first one. But well, the first, storm yeah,
1: well, that's right. When he first came to Earth, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to go find that clip. That's gonna be hilarious. I'm gonna have to
0: do that. will be good. all rights reserved to Marvel.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, we've got to give credit. Otherwise, it gets knocked out. Um, I got a lot of people to give credit to when I post these podcasts. <laughs> 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 uh, when, when I send you the link, you'll know why. Because the introduction is, um, I don't know if you know who Vic DiBattista is, um, but he does he does this thing called Who Wants Coffee um and it's 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 the i've asked and have the permission provided i give credit every time i use it to use one line or a little section out of his skit and it's literally he's a new yorker so it's who wants coffee Uh, (laughs) and i use that as the beginning for java chat so all right guys thanks so much for listening thank you for watching don't forget guys if you're not subscribed go ahead and subscribe because we got more 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 guys like this coming in Real soon, we're just we're looking for all the experts and all the people that can help you understand better what it means to be a marketer online, what you need to be doing. Um, appreciate your time, Jason. Thank you for coming in and hanging out with me, having a cup of coffee. Thank you, Michael.
0: It was fun. Thank and, you so much.
1: And let's and let's stay in touch, buddy. Because um, on the paid advertising side, I got some stuff that you could probably be interested uh, in discussing. So absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Take care of each other. Love you. Ciao for now.